Life's too short. Life's too damn short. So, eat everything. Try anything. Exercise. Experience all that life has to offer. Here's exercise physiologist, medical journalist, and healthy talk host, Melanie Cole, MS. What conversations should a new couple have to know if their love will last a lifetime? As someone who's been married for, I don't know, like 25 years or something like that, I can't imagine that there is a way to predict, but that's not what our guest is saying. Dr. John Gottman, he's a professor emeritus of psychology at the University of Washington, and he's the author of Eight Dates. Dr. Gottman, welcome to the show. You have become famous for your ability to predict with a 90% accuracy if a couple will get a divorce. How is that possible? Right. Well, you know, we have a laboratory that's kind of like a living room with, with cameras, and while people are talking to each other while a couple is talking uh, to their partner, we also are measuring their heart rate, how fast their blood is flowing, other physiological measures. And what we found was the way a couple talks about an area of disagreement can really predict the future of a relationship. If they start in a very harsh way, then it predicts that they'll eventually devolve into a cycle of negativity with one another. And people will eventually get kind of lonely in the relationship, and the friendship and intimacy will deteriorate. Yikes. Uh, as as a little Jewish girl who married a guy that was not Jewish, he was not used to the way that some of us in my big, humongous family talk to each other. But we're all very close, and we all love each <laughs> other. And he has learned over the years so that now he has that sort of, you know, ism with him when when couples do talk to each other or bitch at each other about something, anything, mm-hmm. what is it you want them to do as far as their tone, their quality? I mean, you know, when you're mad, especially women, we can say pretty mean friggin' things. Yeah, you know, we, we find that if couples are, start gently, the way they begin <laughs> a conversation, if instead of using you and pointing your finger at their partner, they are talking about what they feel and what they need, then that conversation goes a lot better, especially if they talk their positive need, what they do need instead of what they don't need. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I'm going to try and learn from this segment, Dr. Gottman. I really, really am. So is it important for couples to have similar beliefs, upbringings, values for a relation? When I first met my husband, you know, he was a Republican and I'm a tree-hugging liberal, but now he is further to the left than I am. So, I mean, okay. is it important that they have this understanding or can one sway the other? We've all been told, you know, you can't change somebody, but sometimes you can a little. Right, right. I mean, you know, what what happens is that we're really not attracted to our clone. We really want somebody who's interesting. And that means, you know, we have somebody who's very different from who we are. My wife, uh, in college, she was a downhill skiing racer. She went downhill 50 miles an hour. And I prefer to sit in my easy chair and read a novel. You know, <laughs> So we're very different. She's an athlete. I'm not. She enjoys nature and hiking. You know, she went to Mount Everest Base Camp with 10 women in Nepal. And I prefer a five-star hotel, you know, with luxury. So we're very different, but we've been able to really appreciate those differences and be enriched by the differences. So it's not necessary to be similar. And a lot of times, you know, we learn from one another. 
Well, I've seen that in in my relationship that we have learned from one another, and now we both like to ski and we both like to water ski, and we you know so now it's mm-hmm. like we we've really grown very similar over the years. When we're talking about people that newly meet, you know, and 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 I want to learn from you because I have a nineteen year old son. How can eight dates help you to know if the person you're dating is the one? What what do you want them to ask questions? Because it's so different now today, Dr. Gottman. They meet on Snapchat, for God's sakes, and talk by text. Mm-hmm. What do you want them right, to know? Right, right. Yeah, we, you know, we actually, we designed these eight dates and we field tested them with 300 couples, both gay and lesbian couples and heterosexual couples. And, you know, we fine-tuned the dates so we know that these are dates, they're not designed to be confrontational or have people argue about things. They're designed to open the heart and enrich curiosity so people stay curious about their partner and want to know their story. You know, and these open-ended questions that we've designed really make um, having a date easy and very enjoyable. So we've designed them so they, so they go very deep very quickly. Okay, give us the million-dollar question, the secret to a really meaningful relationship and, and any secrets that you've learned over the years of studying relationships. What do you want us to know is so important? Well, the important thing, Melanie, I think is to, is to not ignore the relationship and not ignore one another, to connect emotionally. And dating is a really good way of doing that. You know, the, the largest study ever done on people's love life with 70,000 couples in 24 countries, found that the couples who have really a good sex and romantic relationship do very simple things like ask each other questions, say I love you every day and mean it, and have this weekly romantic date, not just where you're watching television or or you're doing something, but we actually sit and talk, and we design these open-ended questions to really facilitate that sort of connection. Okay, so I have a question for you, because in a couple of years, my daughter goes off to college, and I'll be an empty nester, and this is, after all, my therapy. So when couples (laughs) find themselves without those distractions of kids and things and school and stuff they got to do, then what do you want them to know about reconnecting after all those years of, oh, can you drive the kid here? I'm going to make their lunch, this and that. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. So... You know, who is this person that you're with now? And, you know, take something like our date on play, fun, and adventure. You know, you really want to have those questions that ask your partner, what's your bucket list right now? You know, what adventures do you want to have before you die? You know, and, you know, we found, Melanie, looking at 40,000 couples about to begin couples therapy, 80% of them said that fun and play had come to die in their relationship. So you're an empty nester. What adventures do you want to have? What adventures does your partner want to have? And you can really design these years so that they are maximum uh, in terms of fun, adventure, play, romance, all those kinds of things. And that's what the eight dates are designed to do. So then talk about the eight dates a little bit. I got I got engineers and producers, and they're listening, a lot of single guys. Tell them what you want them to know about eight dates and, and what it is they should be looking for on these dates. Yeah, we really fine-tune these dates so that, so that men love them as much as women do. The first date is really about trust and commitment. People worry about that. You know, 
Are you going to be there for me? Can I trust you? So we start off with, how do you ask you the question, how do your parents, how did your parents show one another they were trustworthy or fail to do that, that they were committed? How did they fail to do that? What was it like for you being a kid in that family? And what do you want it to be in our relationship? And the second date, you know, talks about conflict. I mean, did, did you experience your parents arguing with one another? Were they silent? Uh, what was your experience, and how do you want it to be in our family? The third date is really about sex and intimacy, really going at what's your erotic world? What turns you on? What turns you off? What have been our best experiences making love? The fourth date gets at work and money. Not that we're having people fight about money. We're having people talk about how much money is enough money? What's it for? What does money mean to you? And what was it like in your family growing up? What was your father and your mother's experience with money? And what's your legacy in terms of money? You know, what does it mean? And a lot of times money can mean love and caring and security or power or competence or freedom or justice even. The fifth date is about family and, you know, what do you, what do you want to do in terms of having, what's the ideal family for you? Sometimes it's about children. Sometimes it's about community. The the sixth date is about fun and adventure. And here, you know, we're really talking about making that come alive in the relationship. And the seventh date is about what is sacred to you? What goes beyond you as an individual? What do you really value? What do you really want to cherish in your life? And finally, the eighth date is about your life dreams. How do you want to be remembered? You know, what is it? What are you living for? And so all of these dates really kind of go deep very quickly and allow people to tell the story of who they are. Wow. It's so interesting. And I and I think you're you're really on to something because people are looking for love. They're looking for the one. They're looking for someone that is not only their best friend, but that they can really just be themselves with and learn and grow from each other. Tell us where we can find eight dates. And before you finish, Dr. Gottman, give us your best advice for all couples. If you could just give one best piece of advice, whether they're new couples or old couples like me, what would you tell them? And tell us where we can find the book. Yeah, um, the book is available in any in any bookstore right now and uh, on Amazon as well. And uh, so it's very easy to get. We have a website called Gottman.com, G-O-T-T-M-A-N.com, which is one-stop shopping for relationships. And the one piece of advice I think I'd give, Melanie, is that when your partner is upset, you want to communicate that, baby, when you're upset, the world stops and I listen. I have a little notebook in my back pocket so that when my wife, Julie, says, we need to talk, the four most terrifying words in the English language, I whip out my notebook and I say, okay, baby, I'm taking notes. Talk to me. That'd be my advice. That's great advice, and thank you so much for coming on today, Dr. Gottman, and this day of all days when people are looking for love and hoping not to be disappointed. I think it's really interesting mm-hmm. to hear all of these ways that people can connect and to find love or keep love if that's what they've got. And the book is called Eight Days, and this show is called Life's Too Short. You can listen on TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeart, iTunes, Google Play. We want you to listen at Radio MD. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening and stay well.